0: from that moment forth, we can always use our words. That's exactly one of those things that we have as a people. So welcome again, and I look forward to hearing from you. This one is one of those channeled guidances that comes with um, the energies about. So you'll be hearing in future episodes a lot more of the expanding consciousness voice uh, as I get more and more familiar with our lovely enlightenment soul age group sharing the perspectives and the voice while speaking to those who get it and that means those who are either inclined to be unconsciously loving and neutral and so the functional adult compassionate in all things and in all relationships or the actual enlightenment soul atrium person tuning in you know the um number one type of um, episode because spotify gave this wrap up and the episode i wasn't surprised to see the number one episode um, which will lead us into our topic and why i I know it's, um, you know, the energies, they always speak to me every day, which is why I do like to record closer to the date. So some of the channel guidance are stronger in this connectedness with the Akashic intelligence and what you guys are going through. The ones of you who are inclined to be in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, you're tuning in here for that reason. Uh, those who are already, you already know what I'm going to say anyway, so <laughs> it's one or the other. Those who are not here, they won't know any different because uh, you know our protector lenses allow our own ego to feel that it will belong in any place it wants to. When it comes to enlightenment, all people, of course, enlightened and are enlightened and enlightened, but there's the um, an object in object unobjective so the inability for a person to know we will be inclined to want to have an identity that matches what we want to be right and one would say well what makes you different well this is where when you're expanding consciousness this is what makes us different uh, we're not different we're just being ourselves I have always just been myself any of these episodes even the ones that i feel are fucked up meaning not as perfect as i'd like them to be i know they have a meaning and a message in my heart of hearts i don't need to prove it to myself i feel it and here's where the enlightenment soul age with person is not about numbers Uh, we're about quality this is a thing we're integral and committed and always the same way in our entire life we won't say much but we will say a lot, which is why people actually think we say a lot. And the most keen of observers will know certain things, but they will know certain things. If they're in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, they will not say anything. Those who speak are not, in fact, in the Enlightenment Soul Age group. And that's where I'm remembering this one situation way back when with this one girlfriend of mine and it was it was a beautiful beautiful moment because she's a girlfriend of mine for a reason you know every one of our oversoul pieces comes to us for a reason before i forget so the number one uh episode that was tuned into actually has always to do with people not being in the enlightenment soul age group by the way Uh, they are in their mammalian heritage that uh, shame blame fault Revenge loops, the ones people ignore that they have because shame deflects itself. The ones who actually have um, unresolved, in-depth trauma, such as the, uh, I think it's not used within the med- medical mental health community yet, but the self-love deficit disorder, that one person, they ter- they trademarked it, so it's, it's something that they use for their courses that they make, and they are psychologists, psychiatrists, so it has a foundation in the ability of this person to note um, shame is something that a body feels and it's a posture when when we're three we start to be able to experience shame because we get yelled at for walking around and doing stuff but at one year old your default network will establish what will keep you to the best of your body's ability safe in your environment so trauma bonds and unresolved trauma those who have self-loathing to the extent where they'll just sit and regret the rest of their lives uh, which is very sad, by the way, but thankfully the neuroscience is out there. So here's the number one uh, episode. It was released in January 5th, 2019, so that's three years ago, dealing with feeling unwanted. And our main module for the Intergrowth Mindset program is dealing with the unknown, because that is also one of the m- most uh, tuned into episodes throughout the years of the content also i've created 99 percent more of education content than other other people in the same category so shows how little people are um publishing podcasts but i would assume it's because they're actually busy with doing other things and uh, interested in building other content so for me i love having the 5dc voice to share with you in an educational way for those who are in the enlightenment age group Uh, Using Your Time Wisely was another one that was of interest. And um, what's the third? Dealing with Self-Centered Behavior. That was 2019. Using Your Time Wisely was 2020. So these must have been the top three. But um, also, in addition to dealing with feeling unwanted, there was another interesting data point. The part about our listeners being adventurers. So those who tune into HP IHP are adventurers. They are loving to venture out into the unknown, searching for fresher podcasts and gems yet to be found, which I love. It's ideal with our seeker itch. So the Enlightenment Soul Age group, we're an adventure at heart. And uh, we don't uh, enjoy hurting people's feelings at all. Like we, we actually do very much to... And sure, people are known, are always knowledgeable about being wanted. Even if that means us being uh, silent as they throw, quote unquote, shit in our face. Um, Because we have this deep knowing of their protector lenses on, which is why we don't believe in evil. I know that as a child I used this word, but I've never believed in it in my heart once because of all the ways that I ended up finding out how people are just insecure, Human beings who, right here, they deal with feeling unwanted, and no matter what level of unconditional love you share with them, that won't suffice. Either they will learn to love themselves, or they will have self-love deficit. Apparently, it's a disorder, according to this person, and I, I actually have a way of knowing it is uh, true because, again, they're an expert in the topic, and the psychoeducators that I'm learning from—they might not call it that, but it's still a shame. Uh, aspect very important it's 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 within their muscle fibers and within the nervous system and this self-loathing self-blame self-fault self-everything becomes uh sometimes uh in this rage vengeance is a lazy form of grief and they use it against their loved ones because the ones who actually are trying to share their unconditional love and let them know that they are wanted and that's where the 5dc person in the enlightenment soul age group we don't have an ego in the same way others do which is an ego that gets bruised we have an ego that is loved by our own self unconditionally so we don't feel unwanted <laughs> when our our lovely caregivers say oh you you know you're doing something wrong no no we get into like i get into kali mode still with my mother uh, I, I i answer her back and tell her no i mean as soon as she opens her mouth i will be what she calls uh, against her. And I always say, I'm not against you. I just had to listen to you when I was growing up and I don't like to be told what to do with my life. So I explain it to her and I work with my tone, Um, but that's why I'm breaking this down in a way because the enlightenment soul age group person, we don't play nice. We don't use this word with ourselves. We don't play mean, we don't play we are genuine we are authentic we learn how not to say things so that we may make sure not to trigger people's insecurities why would we be mean we we don't want to be mean like we would not do that we know what it means to have a heart and to actually uh, feel unwanted we don't deal with it because we actually take a very close look at that when we use the word and like with even my family I'm like I'm definitely wanted I'm still living with my mother uh, and I live with family so obviously I'm wanted Uh, if I were not I'm pretty sure I'd be somewhere else you know so we we don't use this uh, imagination which others sit in, which is their temporal junction because they're not in the here and now. So this witnessing mind for us is not about enlightening with the whole spirituality. We've done it our entire life. You won't find the enlightenment soul who are saying anything when they realize that in front of them they got a person who is mentally, emotionally, physically, socially, economically, everything mature because they're pretty straightforward, functional adult. You can talk to them about anything and everything that you want you will see them maintain a level of composure. You'll also hear their actual opinion, depending on if you're sensitive or not. We already know if you are or not. This is the beauty of being a person who knows what it means now to speak out somatic empath. And that, by the way, we all can do right brain, right brain communication, because we have mirror neurons, you and I, all of us. So difference is we pay attention what we're feeling and we know it's ours because it's very clear because we have a relationship with our body we didn't turn it off we weren't in like oh my god my body's not mine no no I was three and I'm like mom you can't spank me it's my body because you know tv showed me too so there now (laughs) I can tell you so and get completely disregarded but I was still wanted I was spanked I was wanted I couldn't leave I made my suitcase I didn't go anywhere So we learn how not to say anything at all, particularly with our loved ones, as we learn about those aspects that do um, share with their own protector lens something of importance. And so this is all of our loved ones. We don't say anything at all once we actually become aware of their feelings of unwantedness. We don't use them. The only reason a person who is diagnosed in one of the ASPD, uh, neurotypical, so the antisocial personality disorders. The only reason those individuals, whether sociopath, psychopath, or narcissistic uh, personality disorder—again, not traits—they um, the different numbers that I've heard interviewed, they will have different ways they deal with being able to pick up on people's insecurities the ones who say it's only been one person who says they they will pick it up and use them but they probably read the definition of a narcissist and sociopath and they decided to use that as their identity because probably they got teased one too many times or whatever and they said you know what since i can spot vulnerabilities and i'm being defined as this and i was diagnosed as this i might as well do it they went down a path which obviously is not advisable because when you start building reasons for why you're gonna feel guilty your self-loathing is just gonna build up especially in those moments of depression which is why all of these sociopaths ended up to the therapist because they had very very sad waking up again and again and again now the self-love deficit disorder is the same thing except for they according to this person Uh, i don't know if they group narcissists in a different category or not but they were describing how these individuals end up in relationships with narcissists because they are only doing not being ever and they will try to do anything to ensure that they make happy the other person so they're like you know a narcissist will put out the bait and there you go but it's not even a bait it's their nervous system when stressed out already is looking for their right brain their entire body is looking for their quote-unquote fix it's not a fix because they have patterns of behavior that lead them to addictions including drugs sex food alcohol and therefore these types of ways that people have when you look at Gabor Matei Bezel van der Kolk, Stephen Porges, and others that talk about shame cycle and the nervous system, but particularly Gabor Mate. in this case, I'd like you to focus on because he's the one talking about the addictions in a way of saying, hey, this is where and how people sue themselves. Bezel van der Kolk and the team at nicabm.com with Ruth, Ruth Lania, Stephen Porges. They inform and educate on a lot of different topics and how... Trauma basically means a person's brain, one enlarged to make the less shrunken hippocampus, shrunken prefrontal cortex. Their nervous system, their entire body feels dead inside. This is the shame which is imbued in their muscle fibers as Peter Levine points out. And they will feel torn apart inside as Ruth Lanius points out. They will feel disgusted with themselves. They will feel that shame is an actual thing, not just a thought or a feeling, but that they actually are unworthy. And no matter how much sense you'll try to speak to them, it doesn't matter because their body's feeling this. So it's only if the person awakens to uh, it's not a belief system the neuroscience psychoeducation is for real they have technology they're explaining to you how your body is made which is why the holistic practitioners need to integrate neuroscience and neuropsychology and neurobiology and stop talking about people as energy vampires or negative people or talking about when I see any subject matter expert who uses the word narcissist or sociopath or psychopath and is still using 3D 4D language, I get very into Kali because they are doing a disservice to humanity. And I'm very happy to see the psychopaths being interviewed so they can destigmatize their selves. They have my support. That's why I created an episode for the ASPD community. The same thing goes for the sociopath lady. I hope she gets on board with just allowing herself to be more and more empowered and not use um, her mannerisms, even though I understand why she is standing up for certain things the way she is, but hopefully in time she'll grow out of her role and become more in her enlightenment soul age group if she chooses to do so. If not, you know, there's a market, niche markets are for all, and that's because there are people who follow the leader and you know they will follow based on their hurt and how they feel they should get their justice quote unquote so this is where protector lenses are on and that's adaptive children not enlightenment soul A troop, not 5d one is consciousness consciousness and not unconditional love and not and any way shape or form a self-empowered human being they are an insecure human being who has unresolved trauma and who is now following a leader who has the same unresolved trauma who are now using methodologies that are discussed about uh, day-to-day gaslighting manipulation picking up each other's right brain right brain they talk about it differently the people who are in 4d land think that because of Claire's, they're special Uh, we all can pick each other up because we're all nervous systems that co-regulate until we actually are aware of that and even in the absence of being aware. So the enlightenment soul age group person will not co-regulate in the sense of we know when we're picking up what's not ours. And we're able to sit in our ventral vagal state because we love life and people. That's it. We're not threatened by people being pissy or in any charge state. We stay at ease and socialize and, and again. So back to the story that I was going to share with you on this note. Uh, this is a good friend of mine. They're definitely not in a 5D spectrum, probably 3D still, if they have not uncovered uh, metaphysics as a terrorism or spirituality as a Sadhguru spirituality. So if they're not in any type of the trending topics, conscious living, holistic, blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, 3D, in the absence of going to get support, for what is very clearly uh, dealing with uh, feelings of unworthiness for the lifestyle choices getting completely intoxicated trying to every time you'd go out and you would be able and have not only individuals compliment you to death but also end up uh, you know in bathroom stalls which is quite unsanitary not to say not romantic in any way shape or form not to mention one night stands STDs anybody you know like but let me put that to the side and just go back to the plain old neuroscience psychiatry information of how that is a clear indication again of one trying to feel alive and uh, it is not cool it is uh, roman empire time maybe you know our medieval ancestors didn't have the psychoeducation that is out there now i'm not against any person enjoying themselves but if they're actually with unresolved trauma i have an issue with that not being shared and they're being oblivious to the fact that they're promiscuity has nothing to do with the devil or sin for that matter unless you want to again live in medieval times it has everything to do with unresolved trauma shame blame fault revenge like things that can be taken care of with a good somatic expert therapist or even you know somebody who as a mentor i always provide support for personal development but i definitely always talk about therapists and the good therapists out there and how uh, helpful they are, especially if any person makes it clear to me that they are suffering and noticing that their interpersonal relationships have a bit of dis- issues. I will tell I've told a couple people, I feel it's very important for you to pay attention to how your body is feeling tired and overwhelmed and that you get somebody who knows about the somatic approach because your body is, obviously, going through a lot especially if there have been more than one thing going on a lot of people have right now their parental figures are unfortunately going away and this is where with the ascension stuff i i have timelines that i know about obviously these are the pseudoscience bullshit stuff that people don't believe in but for my 5d community you all i'm sure stay up to date and or you hear from me about these things so right now that's why this channeled guidance is coming through as an actual channeled guidance. Um, like I said, I wasn't planning on posting anything more for the first, but it's, it's coming through loud and clear. So, the story. So the person's in 3D, uh, definitely a, a mix between probably anxious avoidant attachment, although they are at this point uh, creating a nucleus and uh, simply with, I believe it's depression, I'm not in contact with them in any way, shape or form. And um, from what I remember though, their household has a specific pattern and what it seems like is that at least part of that pattern is being relived. Now, to try and keep the details vague, this is where the same individual actually was given a gift, if you will, from the universe uh, as they chose to discard that gift, and I only know of it because of being um, part of a family, I'm gonna put it that way again, with the oversaw piece that I supported as things went really, really uh, in a not positive way for them as a couple, okay? So the opportunity to have an individual that unconditionally loved them, With all of their flaws and imperfections, was given to this individual, this female. We'll we'll identify at least some some aspects so you don't get lost. And the thing is, in the entirety of this relationship, I had already, before it even started, advised the other, the male. I I advised in the presence of Theta where they needed time to heal from what had just finished after you know a decade or more of another relationship. And this is where to the male I said, your Achilles heel is that you don't give yourself time to uncover your own uh, self and, and love who you are and be who you are and allow yourself to grow you're already in in something you're already interested you you really should think twice before you move into anything but i was again uh, actually not only lied to um and yeah we'll we'll not treated kindly if you will but it's it's not about kindness Uh, i don't do kindness i just uh, do authenticity so we will leave it at that uh i didn't and was not surprised due to the fact that as a teenager and even growing up, and now I'm 42, this still is the same. People don't know how to be their authentic, genuine selves. The only people who are that are very, either very, very, very emotionally mature human beings who are psycho educators because of the updated ones though. So they have more than just self-empowerment, they're just uh, quite knowledgeable. And so it's not even only about compassion, it's that that's their job. So they know how to be emotionally mature. And uh, if not, then yeah, there's, I actually have found people don't know how to be authentic or genuine with their opinions or their emotions. Uh, They get into protector modes and that's been the case since I was a teenager. So they will lie, they will deceive, they will use envy, they will use jealousy, they will they will have a lot of different, they will wear masks. Uh, we don't wear masks. We just know how to be polite They're Two different things. If we needed a mask, we don't actually need masks because here's the thing. I've been authentic and genuine my entire life. I'm an unconditionally loving person. I don't know how to lie. I don't know, I don't want to know how to lie. I don't care about lying because I care about actual life so I want to work and do things that are part of the structure and the system because I want to help people Uh, I don't care about gossip and and social (laughs) stuff that seems like really bad drama like really bad but then again at least it's live so you know you get to help the ones who want to get out of it so um Long story short, yeah, it doesn't look like fun when I see people that are 42, 40, 38, like still dealing with feeling unworthy and not realizing that if they get a good somatic therapist and stop feeling that they're left behind and realize that that's their teenager still alive there, like they might actually begin to really enjoy life because life is pretty awesome when you have people that don't, are not afraid of their emotions. Life is pretty awesome when you can just be able to say fuck you and tease about it. Like seriously, I mean, my family still looks at me shocked sometimes and I, I curse on my, I've tried to make sure it says explicit. I am so sorry, but you know, Anchor has not made that easy. And at the same time, I'm not sorry. I make it very clear what the episodes are about so if people get on here and are ego sensitive I can't do anything about it and you know it's pseudoscience bullshit it's only somebody's opinion you can tune it off turn it off just go somewhere else and have fun you know like the part that really gets me is when people have things to say and they're actually using their time because what it tells me is that obviously you're having such a great time that you're using your time to hear words of a person who you are wanting to tease Like the fact that actual individuals in their sensitive egos go crying about that makes the enlightenment soul, age person laugh because it's like, dude, what are you doing? Do you not realize how important you are? But, oh, I'm sorry, you need their approval to know of your worthiness, I forgot. Your body feels apparently that they are, you know, like, it's, it's a bunch of different things. So we'll put it to the side. I'm just trying to get enlightenment so these people, we don't, we don't cry about stuff like that. You wanna do a smear campaign? Go for it. You know what I know? I know what I do every day. I know how I wake up. I know how I do what I do, and I know it to the depth of me. So I will know, like when my cousin Vinny, when he shows his, his nephew the castle, and he says, you're gonna get out, you're, you're, you're innocent and anytime somebody's always oh but this do you think i care about gossip do you think that i don't know what i do every day when i wake up and when i go to sleep do you think i don't know you know like just these people and and then part of me wonders you're not even anybody you're not even a famous human being like seriously the famous people i feel bad for them they have to deal with the media and they didn't they're they're just doing their job they're actors they're people Politicians, I used to have a bit more of, you know, because I studied it. I thought that there was honor behind what they did, and then I realized, nope, they're the average day, J, J. Joe person, Joette, who is even, it's, it's, yeah, let's not go there. That's where, I'm not going to say anything. It's disappointing. There are not leaders in my book, that's for sure, except for the ones who are, and I don't like to share details on that either. Oh man, I swear, I used to think it was just teenagers. I'm a grown-up and I realize it's that all grown-ups, except for the ones who are true grown-ups, are teenagers. So long story short, the story before I forget it. The individual Definitely what one would call a prima donna I think is the right word where all the lovely women with their little vanity metrics dressing up to get the attention of the other men. It looks like a circus whenever I think of these scenes always. Um, cause I just go to have fun. Having fun doesn't mean getting drunk and to the point of where, you know, the few times it has happened, never been fun at all, actually. I've always been like, shit, why'd you do that? You know, like <laughs> I'm like, well I didn't notice because I'm very small. Uh long story short, I go for the music. I love the music, that's why not to do other stuff. Uh because yeah, uh that's just <laughs> anyways, long story short, the individual prima donna all these women all these things long story short again very very what would seem to the external superficial but see here's where nobody's actually superficial meaning we all feel the depths of each other so we all have these mirror neurons and this nervous system and we get to know each other and in that place so if your friends your friends get to know you and my friend got to know me and I got to know her and we enjoyed our time together when we were going out together very much so and we supported each other and all that good stuff the other stuff of prima donna is not something that i cared about because i wasn't out to catch (laughs) especially not in a disco uh yeah and especially not when you see so many men following these stereotypes and just yes it's not attractive at all for the mind of a person who intellectually speaking looks forward to having enjoyable and open-ended conversations not egoic by the way and not regurgitation either those are very boring very boring stereotypes even more boring Um, not to mention insulting to the human being who knows of infinite higher human potential but hey that's just me you know again Trusting that we all have infinite higher human potential is only of the enlightenment soul age group. And those of us who are here, we know how to get there. Neuroscience, go for it, go learn. Um, the individual, even though there are all these insecurities, again, we all mirror neurons speak to each other. So, what was taking place was an engagement, a conversation with one of the individuals who was a very uh sweet person who also had their own insecurities and in fact uh, probably between avoidant and potential narcissistic traits and they were always surrounded by women who were fighting over them even though this man had a girlfriend so i definitely was not interested in any they were cute yeah but i wasn't interested not even a little bit apparently they thought i was which I came to find out way later on, and that made me laugh in the face of the woman who told me, which was the same woman who actually pushed me when I went to say hello to him, which I noticed what she did, because she stepped on my foot so hard that I almost fell to the ground, and that I became, yes, friends with her. She's a very sweet woman, and she, I think, had to leave in order for her to forget this person, which is so, wow, like you actually had to leave to forget about a person who, by the way, had already a girlfriend and had another three women who were after this same man who had a girlfriend, and I don't think they have a girlfriend now. Uh, So yeah, this same individual uh, is not successful, and in fact, I think they suffer from depression, and I'm very sorry about that, and I so wish and hope that one day they find a very good therapist to go to, and maybe they'll become the actual charming person they are, not in a pretend way that they'll be able to feel how amazing they are because they're a really awesome person just they don't feel it from their body and uh, as they get older you know age will make you look older and that doesn't work for vanity metrics so much does it a lot of people don't realize how much people suffer because they're not able to move beyond the physical realm and understand that aging is part of the process of life and and to be able to do that with a level of emotional depth, you know, when you meet any person who's at least self empowered, and there are people that I know of that they're emotionally mature, they're mentally mature, they do consider my content the pseudoscience bullshit stuff, because they don't do Claire's and they don't do five D and they don't know about, you know, mixing and matching. They only want their traditional stuff and it's it's something that, you know, we talk about in fact. They have respect, they just don't believe in in this stuff is you know at least they have respect so the 3d woman and this conversation it was three of us my other friend was not with us they were not even in the picture at the time (laughs) and this was the beginning where this young gentleman actually thought i liked them just because they're used to women you know basically slobbering over him I did not. I enjoyed the conversations. In fact, genuinely speaking, I enjoyed their mind. And at a certain point it was hilarious. They stopped talking to me in chat because we were we would chat. And I wondered why when my friend like a year later came to me and told me about that event that night and I laughed loudly that's where I said ah now that makes sense okay they realized I wasn't into them and they were like why am I wasting my time with a girl who's not into me because obviously they would get stuff out of the women that were into them but I was not and yet they still had the audacity to tell other women that I was so there you go smear campaigning or making up shit and I just laughed at that ego and said wow how much shit people will make up just because they don't really know that it's okay to not be liked you know not every woman's gonna like you that way or man you know it's 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 really like not anything special or not not special but hey again enlightenment soul age group we don't deal with unworthiness of feelings at all we actually feel that that word is bullshit, and we don't understand how people actually use it with themselves Thank you to the psychoeducators for enlightening me on what it means for a person to feel shame and to be in their inner critic, outer critic, denying and withdrawing because I don't know shame. Not like that. The only time I felt shame was when I cast a stone or I figured out I was casting stones because society was teaching me these little morals and then they were not even upholding them and I realized that the whole good and bad thing doesn't exist what exists is a structure you want to follow the rules because there's reasons for why it exists and it just makes sense if you actually want to participate to life so long story short again I know you guys I'm, I'm really humored today um, as we're sitting down and we're talking about I don't know what this person says something about me talking so much and sharing so much and something like that And my friend looks and this is when you will know you don't have an enlightenment so a person with you or a 5d one or a self-empowered one for that matter because if they, they 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 did and were they would not have responded or made any comment whatsoever because technically this person was talking to me not them so why would you you know butt in but uh they said no what are you talking about maria is very private So this is not the first time a person who's a good observer will notice that which a person who's a narcissist or a sociopath or potentially a psychopath or ASPD or any insecure person with an attachment style such as avoidant or anxious because again when these are taking place these lenses of these protectors are on. They're distorting things to match what their ego wants to see. They don't see the truth. And the truth is only when you're in the absence of fear. And so because my friends are people who know I unconditionally love them, they will get to know me and they will know things. Or a person who is a very good observer because they don't have an ego that needs reassurance, but they'll be able to, again, tap into who they have in front of them because you can only do that if you have a level of sense of security within yourself. The people who think they can study people, here's where they give off a specific vibe. And even though for a long, long time, I I wasn't immediately aware of it, I began to learn about it as I learned of aspects regarding silence and as these same individuals made it very clear why they chose to be silent. So that's where it's like, okay, to keep in mind, those who are narcissists, sociopaths, and psychopaths have confirmed what I had already began to learn as a teenager and then confirmed as a young adult, and now triple confirmation as an adult adult. So the comment that the person made, I smiled and said, I share things, just depends what we're talking about. Yeah, you know, I talk about anything, but yeah, I'm a private person, depends. If you're asking about my depth of emotions, of course, I'm not going to share them. That's my stuff why would I share that you know and so I I answered genuinely transparently and and the other person had no issue because again their ego was inflated in either case because they had in their mind a whole bunch of other things Uh, the friend on the other hand spoke what they spoke because they hung out with me and knew me And so here's where it's indifferent to the enlightenment soul age group person if we're dealing with 3D, 4D, other soul age groups, if we are um, dealing with any type of neurotypical or ASPD or other neuroatypical, we are genuinely just who we are. So we won't say anything that will create uh, disruption. And that means we we don't do uh, let me, Create disruption. We stay in the land of neutral equanimity. And when people get agitated, we learn to either ease them into what they're trying to get out so their fragments get expressed, and that's where they feel understood and seen and felt, and there's where they won't have to deal with feelings of unworthiness. Works with those people who are wanting generally to share their vulnerability. Those who instead are in uh, a shame cycle. So we'll just put it there. That self-love deficit. They will have a very different uh, potential interaction. It all depends on how the relationships move move forward. So we'll usually not engage too much with the protectors, because we'll begin to realize where they're at and learn how not to say anything. The only time that won't be clear is when we actually think that the individuals want to share their vulnerability with us, so it means when we think they want to build a relationship, like a friendship or, you know, relationship, we'll use the word friend for all of our relationships, Our oversoul for us are all our friends and family, although we will feel the depth of dimension, so the differences between those twin flame soulmates. But what our relationships are to us primarily are something specific. The opportunity for us to be our unique, authentic self and them to be their unique, authentic self. So we'll always bring forth the fact that they are unconditionally loved as they are and uh, that we don't see their flaws or imperfections as anything negative. And so here's where, for those who use protector lenses, it can go one of two ways. Either they feel that, and they therefore eventually feel safe to be themselves, And then their little backhanded comments only come in when their own uh, ego is again in the mix because of some protector lens for some topic that they just have a disagreement on or they're in a pissy mood because that day they're in a pissy mood and they're going to have, if they haven't worked through their charged younger states, they're gonna have ways that they use their pissy mood. And we learn how to navigate our loved ones' pissy moods, because why wouldn't we? We just don't eventually share, as my friend noted, a lot of our own stuff. Because, see, life is a very beautiful adventure for the person who's in the Enlightenment Soul age group. We love life to the depths of our core. It makes us very sad when people are angry, or when they lie, or when they are in trauma themes very sad Uh, even more when they have vengeance and they use it towards us because we can sense their grief we can sense that rage for what it is a person that you love choosing to be in a specific arena let's leave that alone and we will not actually say anything. We don't do the words manipulation, gaslighting. We don't fault or blame or shame. We will not raise our voices and start accusing somebody of being broken. We, we will not say you're not uh, my friend. We will not block. We will not unfriend. We will not do anything of that sort. We will allow ourselves to move the shit off of our face and if it's ended up even in our mouth out of that mouth you know we'll, we'll clean it all up and and we'll do our best to see if there's anything we can share that will reassure them or you know at uh, times instead what happens is pure simple silence And the silence is of one of two ways, obviously, this is where certain relationships completely uh, create, there's creation of no connection whatsoever, or there are, for the Enlightenment Soul Age group, silence in every one of the areas where we know there are sensitive egos and that's because again life is a beautiful gift for us and we want to just share life with our loved ones they don't have to be in oneness consciousness they don't have to be empowered they don't have to be enlightened they don't have to be anything except for who they are with their personality and this oversoul is only an added bonus to those of us who know who are twin flames and soulmates and those people are we already know when we're sharing our stories with people, those who get it and those who judge. And here's where even when I do any of the episodes, I already know that it's only the 5DC person in the Enlightenment Soul Age group that really resonates. And when I say resonates, they embody the same relationships. So. The people that are in their life, they unconditionally love. <clears throat> there is never separation, because we don't know separateness, consciousness. We don't treat people as different than us, because we're all people, so we all have feelings. And we don't treat manipulation, gaslighting, insecurities, and protector lenses, biological rudeness, as evil. We, we know this word doesn't mean anything. it is that a person whoever you are tuning in realizes they're in that expanding consciousness always they'll know they'll look back and know the same thing I've always known I've used words because I have to use words but (laughs) there's never one day where I always will remember looking into why people do what they do and evil was not an answer it's it still isn't in fact the answer is shame Uh, it's shame guilt And uh, it's unfortunate that people are in this hellhole, quote-unquote, because the map of consciousness even shows, uh, in their own mental prison, just because they watched one too many movies and decided to label themselves according to something as a teenager, and didn't bother Well, one, it's 2022, so the information on the neuroscience and neurobiology has only been around for about a decade. And unless you're somebody who wants to help people, you won't necessarily know about it. Even those who want to help people don't know about it. I all the time have to choose not to say anything at all when I meet certain practitioners out of respect for their titles, um, people that are loved ones out of respect for their inner child that is still hurt by something and they're not able to take ownership of it. They're pointing those fingers and faulting, shaming, blaming other people on life. Um, Many times we'll be quiet because there's this way that people treat life, which it feels and has always felt very disrespectful in my heart. I used to use one word because of how I was raised but today there is no word, there is a, a mathematical equation which would be people are not, their functional adulthood, they don't know how to enter their own mindfulness brain, uh, they don't know how to enter compassion with their own self, they have unresolved trauma and they're not aware of it and they have shame cycles where they will do inner critic, outer critic, deny through uh, drugs, alcohol, sex, food, things that will not seem a big deal to a lot of people because of those average day-to-day movies, the herd mentality. And also they will withdraw and talk about just how much they wanna be in the middle of nowhere and you know, again, all these things which are very much uh, popular and that the five D community, in one way, shape or form, those of us in the Enlightenment Soul age group are beginning to be instead the voices are saying, uh, okay, wait a minute. Here, we need to expand. So egos who get sensitive, you extremists, go go talk to your conspiracy leaders and go do stuff over there. Let the grown ups have a conversation because you know you're you're not thinking clearly. It's very clear where you're at with your protector lenses, and we actually don't even bother. Uh, engaging in those conversations the reality is we just bother with the ones that we know matter and that would be anything that involves the system and structure not the ones who are gossiping about each other and using uh, vanity metrics and so they're using the trending topics because that's what people who learn how to use vanity metrics do they get in front of people i use keywords i use them to ensure people who tune in know the topics because otherwise i'd have to (laughs) educate on 5d self-empowerment and enlightenment and i pretty much think that would not be uh worth doing podcasts Uh, i can do classes for that but that also it's common knowledge so reality is uh, my keywords are specific and I do my best to also spell out in the description exactly who I am what type of content so that people don't waste their time now when it comes to -to day-to-day life we do the same the difference is we choose who we will be around and not without anybody else knowing any better except for those who are our deep deep friends and observers or those who are very keen knowing what's what uh, in a way that they will though run the f away from you you know and I'm thinking of this one person who we had two beautiful conversations and the first time they used the word intimidating they said that I was intimidating for my intellect and my level of ownership of self I found that very sweet and humorous at the same time the second time they went into quote-unquote throwing shit <laughs> but it wasn't in the way it was in a more um yeah it was different I, I can't explain it but what I know is that they were triggered in their own insecurities because I felt their sadness as they made their own self-proclamations of why they and i basically they said i'm your antithesis this is the word they used as i was just talking about reiki and energy and you know uh, but they put it on this level this plane that uh, is an, an indication in fact of a shame blame fall revenge cycle so an individual who's not secure Of who they are because you know here's one thing any person who is secure of who they are male or female or non-gender human being will be able to authentically and genuinely talk about all emotions and especially about their feelings of unworthiness but their knowledge of their worthiness they will be able to stand up and say "Mm, I don't know all these things but I'll gladly ask you a gazillion times and even be seen as stupid I will not mind repeating myself and even be boring. Uh, Here is who I am. And if you deem that unworthy, that's your opinion. And you just let me know. And we don't have to hang out and be friends, you know. So as this person, they were not doing it in the same way. But I could feel again. Because those mirror neurons and mirror neurons communicate. So once you're in this 5DC space and the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, there's no way you don't know that you're what you're picking up it just is and i know me so i know what's mine and i know what's not mine and obviously when you're connected to akashic intelligence this pure full consciousness you're always in this enlightenment vibration so unless my body's actually going through perceiving other stuff usually i'm pretty in isness and calm and collected and happy and enjoying a moment and so when i walk into a room the first thing my body does is is it assesses and recalibrates to be at ease in the environment if they're agitated nervous systems I pick it up like when I was in the pub and there were a couple of people that are you know I I will move around or do anyways there's ways that we know what's what and we just recalibrate so we don't have to say anything people who know us they notice my friends will notice when I'm in a state because they'll look at my eyes I'm always trying to work on that as well so that they don't have to be concerned and that's about it but um, usually if it's something that's not vibing in a way that will make the situation for me enjoyable I'll just get up and go I've done that more than once and it's not because the vibration is negative meaning harmful it's that there's too many hyper aroused nervous systems around that are charged and therefore they're you know immature energy people usually the conversations follow as well so you got just it's like quack 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 (laughs) but it's not like the oh I love that movie have you seen the what is it called the mighty ducks quack 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 but that's a good movie so yeah no this is not a good quack 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 it's it's more like quack quack (laughs) so yeah uh and there's no music that i can go off and dance in when you're at a pub you gotta sit and converse so it's like yeah i think i'm gonna get out of this conversation right now but um we definitely enjoy our loved ones the ones who get to know us and we enjoy that they uh support us particularly the ones who know how to um, when we get you know emotionally mentally I have some of my friends they'll they'll like know when I want to go because maybe they recognize like my panic attack face and they're they're allowing themselves to um, be kind and uh, let me know that they know and then we get up and go so that's always nice to have because you know it is definitely a unique when you get to tap into <laughs> all of these beautiful energies and the energies do involve the people's emotions and because people do have unresolved trauma in certain circumstances you'll find a little bit more of them than not there are times that things can um, you know it's tough for them for us it's it's something we we've learned I know I've learned how to gauge when it's time for me to go uh, not to, again, make it too noticeable if I can. So it's it's a positive. And as we get more and more into our 5D-ness, guys, and, and um, enable the empowerment to be that frame, well, we, we can always learn. And, and I'll share this more in future episodes. But in the meantime, what's most important is to allow you to remember that our lovely Oversoul gets us to practice. So the transcending of the physical plane is what those of you in the enlightenment age group are getting to move into. Those of you who have moved out of the shame cycle, you're getting to also practice that mental, emotional, and physical. So you're getting all in one, which isn't any harder. It's straightforward. Because luckily, there's enough of the neuroscience psychoeducators out there, free material that you can use, and uh, even the holistic practitioners with the yoga and uh, reconnective healing, Reiki. So you got plenty of resources out there supporting you. And when it comes to being able to interact with your twin flames, soulmates, over soul, all of that is also very straightforward. And right now, I'd say the energies are allowing you to settle into this newfound. Um, you know not saying anything at all if unnecessary and then sharing obviously when you can being able to have those emotionally empowered people is definitely a beautiful thing as well as those who are mentally mature and the true quote-unquote badass is the ones who are unconditionally loving humanity life and therefore we're always able to smile and lighten up the load together in a positive way for that infinite higher human consciousness potential to come forth so looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences call it in or leave a message have a wonderful day i'm sharing with you all fyi my lovely lovely love unconditional for every single one of our lovely flaws and imperfections big hug for all of them, bringing them all together and sharing that rainbow of colors.